and why I'm working this job, which I hope is relatable to all y'all as you're out there hustling and bustling and busy bees on your opportunities. I have recently started my own production company, Noi Productions, a production company where I get to wet my beak, so to speak. Documentary, feature film, sketch, skits, scats, skadoodle, the whole kit and caboodle, Noi Productions. And in that endeavor, you know, takes money to make money, you know, I'm self-funded self-starter like any independent business you know you make money at your regular job you put it into your business ventures or if you want a higher education not that that's the end all and be all there's plenty of shit you can learn on youtube but should you want to go to post-secondary school like any person usually you work a job you save the money and uh you know Put it into your education, unless, you know, you're a mommy's boy or daddy's girl or whatever the fuck. Which would be ideal to support your children, right? But anyway, um, so yeah. And uh, what's coming to my mind, uh, you know, working this new job, as I aforementioned, at the uh, automotive, automotive, automotopia, automotive body manufacturing plant working that new job and you know as I mentioned the things that I'm doing as an actor as a stand-up comedian and you know what comes to mind is that I'm really boning up <coughs> I'm really boning up this is like the bone up period for me um, I don't know I kind of slid into 2022 I had a lot of things on the burner kind of was taking it at my own pace Digging the vibe, doing the ting, yeah, yeah, wagwan, you know what I mean? Now things are really starting to cook, you know? I was sitting in my hovercraft, feeling like the man. God just took my hand, said he got it on remote control. Do you want to not be on my reef? Junior Watanabe on my dink. What's happening, folks? It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramjuran. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent January 26th in the year of our Lord, 2022. Welcome and bienvenue to Jonathan Ramjuran, the podcast. I was in my hovercraft, feeling like the man. God just took my hand, floating down the path. Said he got it on remote control. Junior Watanabe on my dink. They say that a- a- Adam couldn't be a black black man because a black man never shares rib 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 ribs. <laughs> Junior Watanabe on my dink. <sighs> Loving that album. Dunda, 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 dunda. What's happening, folks? If you knew the show, Jonathan Ramchand, the podcast, this is a show. 
where I bitch, whine, squawk, bellyache, and kibitz about myself in order to relate to y'all self, y'all the dear listener, y'all the dear viewer. Shared experiences, kindred souls, BFFs forever. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, my own website, jonathan-ramcharan.com. And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, please, would you help my black ass out? Share me with a friend. Sharing's caring, folks. You know it truly is. Little guilt trip for you. And if you're a returning guest to JR the P, if you know, if you don't know, if you may or may not know, or maybe you surmised, I am an actor extraordinaire. That's being the bone, ladies and gentlemen, and damn proud of it. Yeah. You know, what I've been up to lately. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Your look. Ever contemplate your look in your career? You know, you're a businesswoman. You know, you want to emphasize your womanliness, but you also want to have a bit of a male presence to you. You know, scare the underlings shitless. You know, so you stuff yourself into a pants business suit, you know, but you keep the heels. That way you can click around and, you know, oh, no, here comes the boss, Mr. Boss, Mrs. Boss, ah, you know, you know, keep that authority, you know, the business woman look. Or is it like, you know, a firefighter, you know, it's pretty damn confusing when you're fleeing a burning building. To know which way to go. Wouldn't it be nice if there was a firefighter? Over this way, sir. Oh, he's wearing a... Oh, he's got a fucking fire hose wrapped around his neck. He must be a fireman. And you, like, go towards the fireman. The look. The look of a career. You know? Just a few tacit examples. Well, it's no different. As an actor extraordinaire, I've been focusing on my look. You know, top of a new year. You know how money's usually tight. Not to a swinging bachelor like myself. I mean, <laughs> I have no nothing to account for. I spend money willy nilly. But um, you know, uh, you know, families money's tight. Top of a new year, and even with you know washed up hacks like myself, uh, you know, top of a new year is not always so great to be spending money. But I couldn't resist it. I was at Walmart. I came across this fetching Mex, M-E-X-X. Remember when they used to be like top notch? Now they're being sold at Walmart. But hey, what the fuck, man? Quality's quality. I came across this Mex khaki jacket. I'll post a pic. This gorgeous Mex khaki jacket. Knocked down. We're rolling back prices all over the place, so put on a happy face. They rolled back the prices on this motherfucker. This baby, this puppy, retailed at $69.97. Picked her up for $39.99. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Couldn't fucking resist. I'm like, this thing's beautiful. You ever have that happen when it's like, you go go shopping 
and you you wind up picking up something you weren't looking for. I was like miserly that day. I'm like, I got to stop buying coffee. Like, you know, it's like I always go for like a cup of coffee, Tim Hortons, Starbucks, whatever. I'm like, why am I buying all this coffee when I got like cans and canisters full of instant coffee? I got like four cans of instant coffee on my counter, tea, Earl Grey, herbal, green, the whole kit and caboodle, you know, orange pico. I got fucking tea up the wazoo, instant coffee up the wazoo, yet I'm going to the fucking Tim Hortons and Starbucks like every day. I'm like, I got to dial this back. What the hell? I'm not made of money. You know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) I just scared a pigeon. (laughs) You ever move too quickly by the window and a pigeon flies off? Anyway, no, there goes another one. But, um, you know, I'm scaring pigeons. But anyways, you know, I'm buying coffee willy-nilly. And, um, you know, I was trying to, like, put a cap on the spending. But then I go to Walmart and I see that fetching mech's khaki jacket, you know. And, uh, damn, it looks good on me. It looks good. And, you know, it's about that look, you know. Also recently... I picked up this uh, fetching pleather jacket. I'll post another pic. This real bad boy fucking the black James Dean. That's what they call me. They'll call me uh, Jerome Dean. Jerome Dean, the black James Dean. They're going to call. Oh, they're going to go fucking crazy over me. Just wait until my next headshot session. I'll roll this baby out. Oh, my God. Look at him. You know, look, look at the look of that actor. He's just got the look, the look. I'm telling you, this pleather puppy, this little fucking number, that pleather James Dean, Jerome Dean getup that I got, it's going to real, it's going to really turn heads, you know, but then the facade will, you know, it'll all be revealed as a charade, you know, because it's got that strange kind of pleather plasticky smell. Like it's a, it's made of pleather or a a synthetic fabric a synthetic leather a synthetic leather and it's got like this weird kind of smell to it you know what i mean so like the jigs up right like i walk onto a red carpet like oh my god there's the black james dean jerome dean jerome dean i'm like no no it's jonathan ramtran please one at a time one at a time you know taking my picture then all of a sudden like a reporter will be like Hi, uh, Skip Bennington of uh, L.A. Times. What's that smell, Jonathan Ramtran? Are you wearing pleather? I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, wait a minute. You know, Chandra Shanti of Vanity Fair. I smell that too. He is wearing pleather. You're not famous. I'm like, oh, shit. They're like, oh, my God, he's just a peasant. And they'll like flee from me, you know, get him off the red carpet, <gasps> you know, <laughs> the, you know, trials and tribulations of wearing pleather, you know, just trying to save a cow's ass if I can, you know what I mean? <laughs> but this fetching um, pleather getup, this uh, motor jacket style 
pleather getup that I got. It's going to look real good. You know what I mean? And it's all about that look. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it can be called vain. It could be called cynical. But it's really about just having fun with your style. Um, Looking good, feeling good. And, uh, you know, it's all in the connection of economy too. You know what I mean? You purchase products. That way products can be produced. You purchase, like for my example, this pleather getup. It's a vegan alternative to a leather jacket. So, you know, it's a little easier on the heifers. And, you know, one hand washes the other. And believe it or not, these little minor details actually mean something in a career. Across the board, whatever you do, we're talking about aesthetic, showmanship, window dressing. And of course, the ultimate window dressing is a healthy body, heart, soul, and mind. I've been working out. I've been watching what I eat. And um, I've been living from the kingdom within. That kingdom within. And um, damn, I feel good. I mean, uh, heavens to Betsy. I feel I feel good. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Popcorn. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, actor extraordinaire. Yeah. I am also a stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yes, indeedy. Um, I've been going over... Um, well, not really going over, but, you know, I poked my head into a drawer... You know, and in this drawer at my apartment, I have like all these mini DV tapes. You know, like little mini DV cassettes, um, little mini DV camera. And, you know, as I recall to my earlier years as a stand-up comedian, I used to tape my sets quite a, quite a lot. And I have some pretty good ones and some pretty horrific ones, train wrecks, really. But um, I've been going over, not really, I haven't really been going over them. I haven't really watched any of them yet. But like, um, I know that they are there and I have access to them. And I've been considering maybe going through them with a fine tooth comb. Perhaps upload some of the nuggets, some of the goodies. You know what I mean? Put out some of my earlier days. I don't know. It's always a trap to, um, well, not a trap, but it's also like reflecting on unfinished business. You know what I mean? It's like, I do have a knowledge of what's there. I I reviewed some of these tapes, like maybe two or three months ago. And, you know, I was looking at these tapes and kind of like unfinished business, you know, a little fledgling origin stories of my comedy career, you know, you go up there, you get a smattering of laughter, shitty material, a moment in time, kind of want to look forward, 
kind of want to be in the present, really. That's where you want to be. So something in my gut tells me that maybe down the line, further down the line, I should look into um, digitizing some of these uh, tapes. But kind of interesting. You ever been there in your career? Whatever you do, you know, you start reflecting on the first time you flipped a burger, whatever the fuck it was, you know, turned a trick, you know, when you graduated from med school, whatever the fuck, you ever like reflect on your career sometimes and just, you know, and really, especially in these times, this challenge of pandemic, really, The strength is in the present. To be present in yourself and in your goals. You know, the past is behind. The future is yet to be revealed. The time is now. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Quick sip of water, boss. Don't mind me, boss. Feeling just as sure as sugar balls. I got a new job. Breaking news. Yes. You know, don't let this uh, dynamite phenomenon of talent trick you, folks. I work a Joe job. And, you know, during this pandemic, I've been doing what I had to do, much like the globe rising to the challenges of my time. I've been bouncing around from here, bouncing around to there, and um, a major thread of JR the P, Jonathan Rampton, the podcast, has been business, entrepreneurial spirit, and just work. My work as a performer, and also my moonlighting work as, you know, a laborer, custodian, Jack of nothing, trades of all, you know, parts unknown, just whatever the fuck to turn a lousy buck, you know? And, I mean, one hand washes the other. It's work. The sustainment of oneself. Whether it be the dream job or the, you know, drain job, you know? bottom of a fucking toilet drain or whatever, the drain job. And, uh, you know, if you come at it with the same enthusiasm and optimism, then it's all good. This is life. And um, I have this job, and uh, I started it yesterday. Um, A manufacturing job in an automotive exhaust and machinery warehouse manufacturing warehouse of like automotive parts it's really something actually decent pay friendly supervisors and a nice facility decent people 
but a couple triggers. I wouldn't quite be myself if I didn't find something to gripe about. But actually, the growth in me is I don't want to gripe about it. I've spoken a lot in the past about um, just the imposing nature of a cynical world. We live in a world of cynicism, motivated by self-interest. Nobody really cares. People are very self-interested in their approach. They think nothing of criticizing and imposing upon a person. But if you hand them back a little change, actually, well, this is what I think about what you just said. And actually, this is what I think about you. What? Uh, uh, uh. Now they hate you. Most people are blind and oblivious to their own hypocrisy. What's good for the goose ain't good for the gander. They can run their fucking beak at you indiscriminately. But if you pop up with a little change, hey, wait a minute, why don't you clam it up, buddy? Isn't it true that you're an idiot just talking for no reason with no authority? (gasps) What an asshole! Just the hypocrisy and the oblivious nature of the average person. Lord forgive them. They got them dark evil in them. You know? As my man Christ would say, Father forgive them for they know not what they do. You gotta love your enemy. You gotta love your neighbor as you love thyself. It's kind of hard because, you know, what's in it for you? <laughs> salvation so anyways that's what I'm looking for these days salvation and I don't really harp on these things as much as I used to because I see the game we live in a world of cynicism motivated by self-interest nobody really cares and as long as you're on the straight and narrow and you're free of that anger and resentment it can block it out and you're living from the light in the kingdom within At least that's what I tell myself. So that's the interesting thing I've seen at this new job. It's like, as I mentioned, the supervisors and the managers are all very friendly and straightforward. Okay, we want you over here polishing this piece of product for distribution. We clean it and polish it. They bag it up. It goes on to be shipped shipped out and there's a couple people i noticed that they just get another che- get get into other people's business no when you polish it do it this way no clean it that way do it this way tweak it that way it's just like and then when the supervisor comes by the supervisor's just like what are you guys doing no 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 it's no big deal just just polish it and it's good. I don't know what's the big deal. Just polish it and it's good. I'm like, you heard the man. Just polish it and it's good. Just polish it and it's good. Why 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 are there why are there these people trying to take my attention to do things their way when the supervisor said to do it the supervised way? Hence the supervisor. I don't know, what's the big deal? Just polish it and it's good. Just polish it and it's good. I'm with you, sir. Tell it to these retards. You got these idiots. No, polish it this way. Tweak it that way. Type of shit that makes you sick to your stomach. You know? 
the imposing, unfeeling, uncaring cynicism of a dog-eat-dog-butt-fucked world. But I shan't gripe about it. I'm just glad that I see that. And it's like, when you see that, it's so funny how you start seeing the same people over and over and over again. I'm seeing these people that's like, yo, I've met this type of person dozens of times. And I see what they're about. Now, I don't know them to judge them and to, you know, cast that blame and judgment. But I can see that they are motivated counterproductively. Common sense would say, just shut up. Wouldn't it? Especially if you don't know what you're talking about. To give all these orders to people and then be corrected. One guy was like, no man, what, no man, when you, oh, what you do, when you, when you, you'll be scrubbing the, the, you want to, when you, you want to scrub the, the, the exhaust pipe, that way when you be, when you, you scrub the exhaust pipe, and then you scrub it down there, that way when they, when they put the gasket together, the, the gasket goes in with the, the, um, the nut bolt, and the nut bolt goes in the gasket, and then that's why you, you be scrubbing that one boy, all right? Trust me, it's going to be a lot easier when you'll be scrubbing it that way. When you that, that way, when the gasket connects with the tailpipe, and but debit, he's given this big fucking like um, synopsis and demonstration, and then the supervisor comes up, and the supervisor's like, "What are you doing? No, it's no no big deal. Just just wipe it. All you got to do is just wipe it." <laughs> then the instructor goes. Oh yeah, man. Oh, 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 just, just wipe it. Okay, never mind, never mind. What you want to do is you just want to wipe it. You just want to wipe it, and you just want, you just want to wipe it. Oh, you mean like we were doing? Thanks. <laughs> but I get it. It's like we all want to be heard. We all want to be important. Well, I don't know if everybody wants that. I've kind of like let go of a lot of that. <laughs> the idea of being important and heard. You know what I mean? I just, whatever. Just give me a paycheck. <laughs> I'll earn it. But um, come on. What is this all about? So anyway, I'm, I'm just happy for that blessing. And, um, <laughs> you know. And like I said, some of the co-workers are pretty cool. There's this one kid, he's like 18 and real sweet kid, you know, this young black kid, you know, real sweet guy, you know, know, like I said, it's a pretty, it's a great job. And uh, at the end of the day, like it was his first day as well. And he comes up to me in the staff room and he goes, he's like, yeah, that was a pretty good day, huh? I was like, yeah. He goes, a 10 out of a 10 day. (laughs) I was like, 10 out of 10. He goes, he's like, yeah, man. He goes, and then he goes, he, he goes, um, you're pretty cool. You're a pretty cool guy. And I'm like, thanks. And he's just looking at me, right? You're pretty cool too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> really sweet kid, you know. 
And the funny thing is, it's like, you know, it just shows you, oh man, 18 is such a funny time because it's like, like he was macking on chicks, you know, he's like, hey, what's going on there? She goes, oh, nothing. You know, he's like, these 18, 20 year olds are like flirting with each other and like cleaning automotive parts and they're scrubbing automotive parts and bagging up automotive parts and like they're flirting, right? Hey, yo, what's going on? What one, huh? How old do you think I am? Well, how old do you think I am? Uh, I'm 20. <laughs> oh, I didn't think you were 20. Well, how old did you think I was? Like 19. <laughs> he's like macking on chicks and, you know, he smokes weed too. I heard him talking. He's like, he's like, yo, he's like, yo, I, I smoke weed. <laughs> I like smoking weed, yo. He was like talking to his other buddy or some, some chick or whatever. Real sweet kid. And then he comes up to me at the end of the day. It was a 10 out of a 10 day. Hey, you're a pretty cool guy. Thanks. You're pretty cool too. Thanks. <laughs> Fucking sweet kid. Just a darling of a kid, right? And it's so funny because it's like, you know, just to see that. Like he, he, he still had that innocence of childhood. In them, you know? 10 out of a 10 day. You're a nice person. Just a sweetheart of a kid, yet he's like macking on bitches and like smoking blunts, you know? I smoke weed. <laughs> Anyways, fantastic start to the new job. And, um, you know, I'm going to keep the enthusiasm. And why I'm working in this job, which I hope is relatable to all y'all as you're out there. Hustling and bustling and busy bees on your opportunities. I have recently started my own production company, Noi Productions. A production company where I get to wet my beak, so to speak. Documentary, feature film, sketch, skits, scats, skadoodle. The whole kit and caboodle. Noi Productions. And in that endeavor... You know, takes money to make money, you know? I'm self-funded, self-starter, like any independent business, you know? You make money at your regular job, you put it into your business ventures. Or if you want a higher education, not that that's the end-all and be-all, there's plenty of shit you can learn on YouTube, but should you want to go to post-secondary school, like any person, usually, you work a job, you save the money, and, uh, you know, put it into your education. Unless, you know, you're a mommy's boy or a daddy's girl or whatever the fuck. Which would be ideal to support your children, right? But, anyway. Um, so, yeah. And uh, what's coming to my mind, uh, you know, working this new job, as I aforementioned, at the uh, automata automotive onomatopoeia automotive body manufacturing plant working that new job and you know as i mentioned the things that i'm doing as an actor as a stand-up comedian and you know what comes to mind is that i'm really boning up <coughs> i'm really boning up this is like the bone up period for me um I don't know. I kind of slid into 2022. I had a lot of things on the burner. 
kind of was taking it at my own pace, digging the vibe, doing the ting, yeah, yeah, wagwan, you know what I mean? Now things are really starting to cook, you know? And um, what I'm doing is like, you know, I'm focusing on, you know, the production company more. I've got some tings in the works and my foresight is on other projects as well. Um, boning up on the old acting. Um, I'm reading a very fascinating biography at the moment on a prominent actor, radio, voice actor, uh, a pioneer in the uh, radio drama, radio landscape, pioneer in television, and a film actor, a, a very um, important uh, artist, in my humble opinion. Now, I will speak on it at length at another time. I kind of want to do a deep dive on this person. They're quite unique and important and classic. So I, I want to I do service to them when I do speak on them. So I'm in the middle of, well, yeah. I don't know what pronoun he goes by. Back in the fucking 40s, it was like, Mr. Boss. That's my fucking pronoun. But, um, uh, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Uh, I'm reading his biography right now, and it's just brilliant. So I'll share some on that at a later time. Reading up on the old acting game, you know, different techniques and theories, and, you know, just keep it percolating. Keep the artistry brewing. Stand-up comedy-wise, you know, I'm slaving over the old notepad again, you know, back at it, you know, writing them jokes and uh, keeping the faith. Still pandemic. Things are still kind of up in the air, but, um, you know, taking it one day at a time with the comedy, doing what I can. And the podcast, JR the P, thank you very much for your listenership. This is an invaluable asset to my stand-up comedy career and any aspiring comedians or um uh what's the word rooted founded established to any established comedians out there you know household brands i mean come on a podcast such a great way to flex your chops and you know do the work so you know that's tiding me over during these times. And, uh, you know, busting out, working out on some film-making books. Yeah, I've been reading up on some filmmaking technique. Well, I'm lying. I haven't quite read it. I bought the book. I've read a few chapters, like, like a year ago, a year and a half ago. So I got this great filmmaking uh, book. I've read a few chapters, and year or two ago, but I want to pick it back up and, um, you know, work on my technical chops because I feel like I got a lot of, um, know-how from being an actor as a storyteller, right? But then there's also a lot of technical technicalities to filmmaking and, um, I want to have more of a foundation, you know, that's what this whole Noi Productions, production company, self-starter, entrepreneur, independent business person, 
That's what it's bringing out of me. Things that I didn't necessarily set out to do or consider doing. It's broadening my landscape. So I've been reading up on this. I keep on lying. <laughs> it was like a year and a half ago. But, um, you know, I have been busy in that time. Filmmaking. That's the nice part. I've been busy in that time filmmaking that I didn't have enough time to study filmmaking. I was too busy making films. So now, you know, that I've made a f couple films and podcasts and this, that, and the other, I can kick back and learn about filmmaking, you know? So that's going to be gravy. Working out, as I aforementioned, uh, you know, keeping the body fit, svelte, very much important. And, um, oh yeah, <laughs> the, the one of the big things that, I got brewing uh, driver's license. Got to get my driver's license. Now, I've had a driver's license and it's expired. I first got my driver's license like 10 or 12 years ago, like about 12 years ago or something, you know? And, I, and it was at a very precarious time in my life. I was drinking. I was smoking tokens straight east west coasting. I even fucking did one driver's ed class hungover, technically drunk. I was out on the roof. I was howling on the roof, out on the roof the night before. Then the next morning I had a driver's ed class. My driver's ed coach comes to pick me up. His name was Octavio. He was like this like Greek or Russian guy. Good morning, Jonathan. We going for a drive. You ready? And I'm like, yeah. Uh, I tell you, Octavio, it was one fucking hell of a night, buddy. Oh, one second. Oh, God. Uh, fire this bitch up. Let's go for a rip. <laughs> I'm sweating buckets. I'm fucking, you know, bleary-eyed, and I'm driving around with Octavio, and Okay, Jonathan, make a left-hand turn over here, Jonathan. All right, you know, fucking left-hand turn. No big fucking deal. We pull up to a stop sign. Octavio goes, Hey, Jonathan, look over there. Is that a Maserati? Oh, I'll be dog-damned. That is a Maserati. Octavio goes, oh, baby. <laughs> I'm laughing my fucking head off right I'm behind the wheel. <laughs> oh, baby, Maserati. <laughs> then it hit me. I'm like, I'm fucking drunk in driver's ed. Oh, baby. <laughs> Not exactly my finest hour, drunk in driver's ed, hungover. You know, I was drunk the night before. I slept for like maybe five or six hours. Then I went and took a driver's ed class. Not exactly proud of it. But fear not, folks. I've since repented. Don't drink. License expired. So here we are now. Um, I want to go through the whole training process anew. Yes. 
So here in Toronto, Canada, Ontario, it's like a two-part licensing system. You got to get your G2 license, I believe, which is like a written test on the rules of the road. After you get your G2, there's like a one-year to eight-month waiting period in which you can train. Um, you could take uh, training courses. You can get self-taught by a family member or whatever. And at which point, after eight months to a year, you can take your G1. And once you get your G1 license, then you're fully licensed to operate a vehicle. So I think. So that's what I want to focus on. I want to retrain. Well, I have to anyways. My my uh, license expired. But um, I want to get that license and get on the road. And hopefully that can open up some opportunities in stand-up comedy and filmmaking. You know? And uh, just life in general too. You know what I mean? Um, I live in Toronto, Canada. So everything's very accessible by public transit you know i live in the downtown core i walk i take the transit i mean tickety boo but as my career goals and life goals are expanding time to add an additional skill to the arsenal i still got the hang of it but i mean it's been a while i haven't driven in like 12 years So, you know, boning up, boning up on them life skills, them spirit skills, those artistry skills, them boning skills, boning up. So all the best to you and yours, folks, you know, hope uh, 2022 is kicking off soundly and salute fully for y'all. Till next time, folks. Hallelujah. It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent January the 26th in the year of our Lord, 2022. Bone it up, folks. Bone it up. Step that game up. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, my own website, jonathan-ramcharan.com. And as always, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, please, would you help my black ass out? Share me with a friend. Till next time, folks. You live it, you love it, you realize it. Aight? Peace.